You're now tuning in to our Growpoint Dumaguete podcast, where it's all about relationships. We exist to glorify God by making disciples in the spirit of love. You are currently listening to our series entitled Living for the Lord. Good morning everybody, please take your seats. Sa mga first time pa nakaani din sa Growpoint Church Family uh, Worship Service, we welcome you. Thank you very much for joining us today. And today is a beautiful day. We will continue sa ito ang series for this month, Living for the Lord. And last week, nagisgot kabay tulo ka klase o kinabuhi. Living in three different levels. The natural man level, the carnal man level, and the spiritual man level. And sa tulo, Ang spiritual man nga level mo gid na ang ganahan sa Ginoo sa tuwa mo gid na iyang kabubuton para sa tuwang tanan. Mingkang natural man, that means dili pa luwas. Okay? Dili pa ka sigurado sa imong kaluwasan, wala pa ka nakahinulsol og nakasalig ni Kristo nga imong bugtong nga manluluwas. Ang imo siguro nga siligan imong kaugalingon nga paningkamot, imong kaugalingon maayong buhat, ang imong relihiyon, but none of those things can save you. Even good things Doing good things cannot save us. Ningon ang Bible very clearly. It's not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to God's mercy, He saved us. Siya ang Savior, si Jesus Christ. Siya ang dalan, siya ang kinabuhi. Wala na ilain. Si Jesus Christ lang yun. So kung naapakas sa natural man level, what you need right now is to be saved. And for you to be saved, you need to repent from your sin. Kaning repentance, no? Importante kayo ni siya nga pagtulunan sa pulong sa Ginoo. Kining repentance dili ra niingong igo kang naguol kay nagilti ka sa imong sala. Repentance is actually a change of mind that leads to a change of action. That means choice ni siya nga imog yung talikdan ang imuang sala o ang imong makasalanon nga kinabuhi. Imog gyud nang biyaan. Kung nakabalo ka nga naa kay ginabuhat karon or nay part sa imong life Okay, na ikabahin sa imong kinabuhi nga wala gyud nakahatag og uh, kalipay sa Ginoo, wala nakapasidungog sa Ginoo, kabalok ka nga kanang butanga, nakasala gagas Ginoo, desisyonan gyud ani mo dapat nga imo nang talikdan imo gyud nang biyaan. Mo nay tinuod nga repentance. Dili lang ni usa ka adlaw, but kada adlaw. And then after ka mo repent, mohimo kag desisyon nga imong ihatag imong kinatibuk ang pagsalig ni Kristo lamang. Money ang ibuhaton sa tao nga kung nakahinuklok ka, nakahunaw na ka, naapamang ko sa natural man nga level, dili pa ko luwas. And how do you know? Kung wala kay interest sa mga spiritual things, ningon ang Bible, the spirit, uh, the things of the spirit are foolishness unto the natural man. Kung para ni mo murag tinuntura, binuang ra, ang, ang, ang mga butang na iyaha sa ginoo, okay, para ni mo, I just go to church because this is part of the culture, but really in your heart, Wala gud bitaw kay kanang personal nga conviction nga I go to church because I want to worship God. I want to hear him. I want to meet with him. Then maybe you are living in a natural man level. And there are believers, tinuod nga Christians, humana sila na ginuso silang sala, humana nila gisaligan si Kristo nga ilang savior and by the way, you only do it once in your life. Because once you trusted, you trust in Christ as your Savior, you're saved. Ang imong madawat is forgiveness of all of your sins, perfect righteousness of Christ, so that mahimo kang angayan at ubangan sa ginoo, and then tagaan kag eternal life. Eternal means 
wala ginay katapusan. Kinabuhing dayon. So naay mga tawo nga nakahinulsol na, silang sala, gidawat nila si Kristo ilang ilang manluwas, naana sila eternal life, but then they're living as if wala pa sila Kristo. That's the carnal man. Believers who are living like the unsaved men. They're living for the world. Okay? Divisive sila ilang mga pamaagi, worldly sila sa ilang mga ways. Okay? Selfish, self-centered, fleshly, the carnal man. And what the carnal man needs to do, even though he's rightly related to Christ, he needs to be rightly related to the indwelling Holy Spirit. Kaya matag kristohanon, nga matag tao nga nakadawat na ni Kristo, nakasalig ni Kristo ngayang manuluwas, puyan sa balaang Espiritu. Munig pagtulunan sa pulong sa ginoo. In fact, you become the temple or the dwelling place of the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is living inside every single believer. So you're rightly related to God through Christ, but then you also need to be rightly related to the Holy Spirit. The carnal man is rightly related to God. He's a child of God. Tinood gid siya nga luwas, tinood siya nga Christian, but then ang iyang kinabuhi wala na hiuyon sa iyang position as a child of God. Living the carnal life. What you need to do if you find yourself in that level is to repent of sin and then let the spirit of God control your life. Let the spirit of God take the word of God so that you live like the child of God that you are, if they know it can be Christian. And then you, be, you will move from carnal man to a spiritual man. And that's the Christ-like nga kinabuhi. Ang kinabuhi nga makita ang kinabuhi ni Kristo Jesus. Nakarumbuntaga atong sumpayana, living supernaturally in Christ. And I want to tell you uh, something. This message... I wanted to really share this message I learned from my mentor, okay, si Pastor Mike Reddick. And as I was preparing and as I was reviewing uh, the things nga gikan sa iyang book, ang katong mga notes nga mga na, na share niya sa amua, I realized nga you know he did a great job and I'm going to borrow his lesson today and teach it sa inyo ha. And I teach this with permission. Nag-ask permission siya, Pastor Mike, can I teach your your lesson and ingon siya I think serious, but then uh, I know him. So, yeah, I will be honored if you do that. So, this lesson is not mine, but the thoughts and the truths share, these are truths that have impacted my own Christian life. Very basic. To some of you, this will be a review, but then I hope that you teachable heart and mind, and please do not have the carnal man's attitude that he needed that message. I hope you go away and saying, uh, Lord, thank you for reminding me. I needed that reminder from your word. I needed to be refreshed by that. I hope ganata ng open heart, teachable heart, humble heart, ng attitude. So there was a story about a very wealthy Englishman. His name is Baron Fitzgerald. Maglisod ko siya nga. And naaragi say usa ka bugtong nga anak. Usa, unya bugtong pagyod. Nasa'y bugtong anak nga lalaki. And pinangga gigini niya ang bata. So, kad pag ispagayimog sa uning bataan na, mo na gini siya ni mong gitawag itong center of his affection. Nga ang yang day mag-revolver gyan around sa yang son, mean only son. Oftentimes, he would carve out time of his busy day to really play with his son and spend time with him. Kung mulakaw siya, mulangyo siya sa laing lugar, 
ug mahuman ay mga business transactions, ay mga meetings, di gina siya mag-usig og panahon, mupauli gina siya dayon because ganahan siya nga makita day niya ang anak. And when he goes home, oftentimes yung anak na ana dayon sa ilang portahan ready to jump into his arms and play with his dad. And they enjoyed happy years together. Then one day, tragedy struck the family. Og ang asawa ni Baron Fitzgerald passed away. So ang bata at the early age, teenager pa siya, wala na siya mama. Grief-stricken, the Baron devoted himself even more. Nga to siyang anak kay nag-uul siya, matay ang asawa, ang nabili niya, siyang pamilya, ang hihahanan lang yung bugtong anak nga lalaki. And then, after a few years, nagkasakit ang iyang anak. Eventually, namatay yun. So pagkamatay sa iyang anak, wala na. Wala Wala na siya asawa, wala po siya eridero. But over the years, sa iyang pagbibayang nga ito sa laing nasod, kuwan man siya, kanang art collector man siya. Daggan kay siyang mga pieces of masterful art collections nga iyahang napalit, iyahang na-collect. So niana siya sa iyahang uh, abogado nga inig kamamatay na ganito, wala man ko eridero, ganaan ko nga i-auction ni mo tanan akong art collection. Ibaligya ni siya. And so namatay gyud si Baron and ang iyahang art collection valued several million English pounds was displayed in preparation for the auction. So, nabot ang mga private collectors, na mga museum curators, and then nag-study sila sa mga artwork. One piece received. Nag-iusa ka art collection nga wala gay ganahang mulantaw. Kay gihimo na siya sa usaka local artist. Dili kayo ninyo to quality. Dili siya world class. And it was a painting of low quality sa portrait sa iyahang only son. So sa tanang art pieces nga gi-auction, katong itsura, tong dagway siyang anak, nga ang pintor, lokal lang, kay dili kayo nindot nga pagka-paint, walay ganahang mulantaw ato, ilaratong labay-labayan. And as the auctioner pounded the gavel, okay, he called to the large crowd together and the attorney read the Baron's will and the first painting to be auctioned was the portrait of his beloved son. And the auctioner asked for a bid and the room fell silent. Kaya ang unang i-auction ka maot nga painting, katong dagway sa iyang anak. Mo may naas iyang, kuan, iyang last will niya. Nga in-auction na gani, ang unahon katog yung sa iyang anak. So, nag-auction na, okay, nguha nag-bid, kinsa may mapalitan eh, nag-kuan ang starting price, wag yun itingog. And after many uncomfortable moments, a thin voice broke the stillness and an old servant Katong katabang sa baron nga saksigid sa mga pangitabo silang pamilya ni Apil po siya sa auction. Wa mang ganahan mo palit sa painting, siya na lang nitingog. Yan na siya nga, sige, ako'y mupalit, ana. One English pound. The audience applauded politely. Kaya excited kay sila nga, ay salamat na hali na. We can proceed. Okay? We can proceed to the real works of art. And then at, at that point, the auctioner, okay, gikwari yung gable, and then, yana siya, and ask him, gi, gi, I mean, he turned to the attorney, and then gipatiwas niya og basa ang attorney sa will ni Baron Fitzgerald. And the crowd, okay, hushed. 
To the astonishment of everyone, the attorney read these words. And Muni Nasa will. Whoever buys the painting of my son receives my entire collection. The auction is over. So wala. Kinsa may nakakawa sa ng art collection? Like itong old nga servant. Whoever gets the son gets everything. In the same way, God has richly blessed us. Those of us who have turned away from our sin, o sa atong sinful lifestyle, and who have committed our lives by faith to Christ. Those of us who have chosen to believe in Christ as our only Lord and Savior. We have been richly blessed by God. Whoever has the Son is richly blessed. Tanawa a verse. Okay? Ningon pa din na sa atong verse, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. Paul, speaking to the Christians, I mean the Christians in Ephesus, said this, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, read with me, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Those who are in Christ have been blessed with all spiritual blessings. Tanan nga spiritual blessing, gihatag na sa ginoon sa tua. We are rich in Christ. We are wealthy in Christ. Whoever has the Son is richly blessed or blessed beyond measure. But here's the sad reality. Although every believer of Christ is richly blessed beyond measure, very few enjoy the full benefits of those blessings. The reason, because very few understand who they are in Christ and what they have been provided for. Jutay rin nakasabot ani. Tinood na ang matag Kristohanon, rich in Christ, blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. But nungutanata, nganong dili mantanan are living according to who we are and what we have in Christ. Siguro tungod kay wagit na kasabot kung kinsa gideaita. Or makadungog ta pero ato orang pasudlon din eh, pagkauson rapos bikas, dili na to pamalandungan. Ing ana di ay ko, Ato bangan sa ginoo, mo na din ay nahitabo sa akong kinabuhi, sa diyang gidawat na ako si Kristo nga akong manuluwas. Pariyata sa usa ka eagle nga nahulog sa, you know, uh, tawagan na ay, salag sa iyahang inahan. Kanya nakitaan siya sa usa ka farmer. And ang usa ka farmer, nakita siya, oh, wala, asa, asa ni siyang, uh, anang, asa naman ang salag ni, wala siya nakatutol, iyahang gipunit. Unya, katong farmera to, ang iyahang mga, mga gipangbuhi, mga manok, so, siyempre, yung sa ama niya, wala man, wala man siya kabalog asa na ang inahan sa eagle, nahulog na, nakita niya dito. Okay, eagle man hindi, manggi ni manok, iyahang giipon sa iyahang mga manok. And as the eagle watched the chickens peck their food, it began to live as they did, never attempting to fly. Kay mo may ang namataan. So, ang eagle, okay, nagibuhi ko yung mga manok, nag-observe siya, ang mga manok mo, tuktok man. Okay, unya naaraman man sila, sige, galakaw-lakaw ra, magdagandagan, Wala may wala siya kita nga manglupad sila tagas kayo layo kayo wala syempre dili man ingana ng manok kita ang siguro mo manok mo okay so ni suhid rapud ang eagle and one day nay naturalist nga nakalabay sa farm nga atong farmer nga nakapunit sa eagle nakita niya wow what is the king of birds doing here living with a chicken so 
iyahang gi kuha onya iyang gitisting ag palupad di manggit mulupad di mang kabulong mulupad kay wala man siya it was limited sa iyahang uh, ability ang iyahang nakita more to okay never attempted to fly so di gid siya kabulong mulupad and at first ang eagle would only run around flapping its wings but then the naturalist took the bird to a high mountain and lifted it toward the heaven. And muni ang gingon sa eagle, You are an eagle! You belong to the sky! So stretch forth your wings and fly! And the eagle began to tremble. And finally, kigilabay manggit siya sa naturalist, it spread its wings and with a triumphant cry, soared into the sky, never again to live like a chicken. Diya pa niya na-discover, Eagle de ko. Wala siya nakapanalamin siguro, no? But like that eagle, many of us know, do not know who we are in Christ. And as a result, we do not experience the incredible blessings God has intended for us. Because, listen to this, it is only when we see ourselves as our loving Father sees us, will we begin to soar as an eagle living up to our God-given potential. It is only when we see ourselves in the same way that God sees us will we begin to live according to who we really are and what we have in Christ. So kung imong panglantaw sa imong kagalingon, I am just a sinner saved by grace. Although that's a good phrase. Although there's truth in that. I'm just a sinner. If ang imong panglantaw sa if if until today you still Use that excuse nga, ako'y tao lamang. Makasasala raman jug ko. Tao ra ko. Okay? Although na ikamatura na na, pero if tinood, tinood ka nga Kristohanon, you are not just a human being. You are special. Okay? Yes, you are a sinner who has been saved by grace, but you have been saved and been transformed inwardly. So that you are now able to live differently for the glory of God. Listen to this verse, 2 Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, listen to this, okay? And you read along with me, try to understand what the verse is saying. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, kisa man ni, mga Christians, Katong naginusol na silang sala, katong nibiya na silang sala, o katong nisalig ni Kristong ilang maluluwas. If anyone is in Christ, if you are united with Christ, if you have Christ in you, and you are in Christ, if you have been joined together with Christ as a believer, He is a new creation. Bago na kang abinuhat. And listen to this, old things have passed away. The old you. Ang imong pagkamakasasala, ang imong pagkalibakira, ang imong pagkaintrimitida, ang imong pagkabakakon, ang imong pagkahugaw, ang imong tanan-tanan. Kung kinsa man ka sa imong past. Tanan na siya na wala na. All things have passed away and behold, ningo ng Bible, all have become new. You are a new creation. Dili ka upgraded lang ha. You are brand new creation in Christ. 
Did you catch that? Nakakaning verse very common, very often quoted sa mga sermons, sa mga messages, mga memory verses. Kung dugay na ka nga Christian, but I hope you took the time to meditate on this very powerful verse. I think we can end, we can even end here if we just think about what this verse is saying, what God is saying to you as a believer. You are a new person. The old you is dead. Ingon pa si Paul sa Galatians, I have been crucified with Christ. So si Paul, ingon, dito sa Romans chapter 6, the old you has been crucified with Christ, was buried with Christ, and the new you has resurrected with Him. You are a new creation. And as a new person in Christ, you have new relationship. You have a new relationship with Christ. You have a new resource in Christ. And you have new responsibilities for Christ. As a new person, you have a new standing before the Lord. You have a new strength that you might begin living and serving in a brand new way. You have a new boss. You have a new Lord. You're no longer a slave to sin, Romans 6, 7, and 8. You are a slave to God. You are a servant of God. And then it's only when naakay clear, good, nga understanding, aning ang mga kamatuuran, nga makatabang nimo to begin living supernaturally in Christ. It is only when we understand who we are in Christ will we begin to live abundantly and powerfully for Him. So the question for us this morning is, how can we live supernaturally in Christ? Now, if we're going to live supernaturally in Christ, then we must understand a few things. Number one, understand who you are. In Christ, you are a saint with a new position. I preach on this. I taught on this last November. Okay, sa All Saints Day, All Souls Day. You are a saint. If tinood kang a believer, you are a saint. Dili nakakinala maghulat kang mamatay ka, maghulat kang iproklamar ka, nga santos ka. The real biblical saints nga naa sa Bible are those individuals nga nihimo og desisyon nga talikdan ilang sala og muhatag sa ilang pagsalig ni Kristo. Listen to this, ningon si Paul. By the way, ang gisulatan ni Paul ani ang mga believers dito sa Corinth. And this church was a problematic church when Paul wrote these these letters of 1 Corinthians. They had division, they had quarreling, there was immorality, all kinds of kanabitong conflicts na do. So they were a true church. They were true believers who were living carnal lives. And Paul was addressing this group of people. But notice how Paul addressed them. Ningon si Paul, to those who are sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints. They were not living saintly lives, but they were saints in Christ. Positionally, they were saints. Practically, they were not living according to who they are. So, mone problema. The problem, ang problema lang mangit sa ang Christian life is this. And this is what sanctification is for. Mingkang sanctification is this is a process that every Christian will go through wherein the Spirit of God will take the truths from the Word of God to work in our lives so that we might live like the Son of God for the glory of God. 
is the process nga i-go through na to so we can grow spiritually. We can live a more holy life. Isanctify ta, hinluan ta sa ginoo. And ang problema ra is that really spiritual growth ko imong imo na siyang tagaag definition. Unsa nang spiritual growth? Unsa nang spiritual maturity? Unsa nang sanctification? It's very simple. I put it in layman's term, it's just becoming who you really are. It's just becoming who you really are. Because who you really are in the eyes of God right now, if tinood kang a believer, is you are a saint. And you ought to be living a saintly life. But truth of the matter is, we still struggle with the residues of our old nature. Our old nature is dead, but we have been so trained to live in such a way. Nakasanayan ang mga Pero bakatong eagle ba? Okay? Eagle siya, capable siya nga mulupad. Pero, nakasanayan naman niya nga, magdagandagan lang, magkanaanan lang sa iyang pakukuyog sa mga manok, mutok-tok lang siya. Huwag mo siya na, na huwag siya naanad nga mulupad. Kaya huwag siya kabalo. Okay? So yung anak po ta, naanad naman tang manglibak, naanad naman tang, uh, you know, mamakak, naanad naman tang magbuhat o sala from our old nature because at that time, before kanaluwas, you were a slave to sin. That's the term that the Bible uses. Ulipon ka sa sala. And then nakalingkawas ang kaana sa dihang ni, ni hinusul ka, ni repent ka, o imong gisaligan si Kristo yung Savior, at that moment of your salvation, you have been set free. So that now, ningon si Paul, you are no longer a slave of sin. You are free from the power and dominion of sin. You are free from the slavery of sin. You are free in Christ. You are now a servant of God. We'll talk more about that later on. So positionally, you are a saint in Christ. And as a saint, there are two things. You have been forgiven of the penalty of your sin. The very moment you trusted Jesus Christ, your sin was forgiven and you have been declared righteous in the eyes of God. That's the meaning of the word justify. So Romans chapter 3 verse 23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But then when you read on in verse 24, it says this, Being justified freely by His grace, through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. And the word justified means declared righteous as if you have never committed any sin. So sa mga presidente sa Amerika, sa unang ngingalan siya, si President Lincoln was asked, kay Nai nag-interview siya, how he was going to treat the rebellious southerners. Obviously, the southern part of America sa unang ni-rebel sa United States. Nikala sila sa Union of the States. Okay, so United States of America. Ang southern part, ni-rebeldi sila. And when they had finally been defeated and returned to the Union of the United States, ang question, ang, ang question is, how are you going to treat them, President Lincoln? And the questioner expected that Lincoln would take a dire vengeance, but then he answered this, and na-shock sila sa answer. Ang yung answer is, I will treat them as if they had never been away. That's forgiveness. That is how God sees us and that's how God treats us. When God looks at you, He says, I will treat you as if you have never been away from me. Now you may not feel like a saint. You may not act like a saint. Others may tell you that you are not very saintly. But that doesn't change the fact 
that at salvation, you were declared as a saint. It doesn't change that. People will judge you. You will judge yourself in your own estimation. You know, I cannot live up to God's standard. Okay? And none of us can apart from the help of the Holy Spirit. But that doesn't change the fact that you are a saint in Christ. Because, listen to this, being a saint is not based on what you do or do not do for Christ. Being a saint is based on what Christ has done for you. Did you catch that? Okay? Being a saint is not based on what you do or do not do for Christ. It's based on what Jesus has already accomplished on the cross and on His resurrection for you. We are no longer sinners in the hands of the angry God or an angry God, but we are saints in the hands of a loving God. God, Mike Reddick says, does not see you merely as a sinner saved by grace, but as a sinner changed or transformed into a saint. Let that sink in. Because how you view you will affect how you live. How you view yourself will affect how you live. Some people, even though they live like that, but they live like that, so they live like that. Because how you view yourself is how it will affect the way you live. If you look at yourself as a rich man, even though in reality you're not, you're going to live like a rich man. Right? And you will want to live like a rich man because that's how you view yourself. Even though na I, you know, reality versus mindset nga, uh, inconsistency, but that's how, that's how it's going to turn out. Pero kung ikaw, what we're, talk, what we're saying here is that if ang imong paglantos sa mukulingon is, tao ra jud ko, makasala jud ko, dili jud na ko kaya, wala jud ko kapasidad, dili jud na ko kaya nga magkinabuhi para sa Ginoo, dili gyud ka magkinabuhi para sa Ginoo. Pero may regyo kang mahulog sa pagpakasala. But when you realize that you are a saint because you are in Christ and you have been given a new nature that you are a new creation, your sins have been forgiven, you no longer have to give into temptations, then you can begin living according to that truth, according to that reality. Do not let Satan deceive you to think otherwise. As a saint with a new position, God is forgiven and God has forgotten all of your past sins and He will never hold those sins against you again. Your past sin will never stand as a barrier between you and God. Listen to this, Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 34. God's attitude towards His people who has repented and who has asked for His forgiveness about their sin. I will forgive their iniquities and I will remember their sin no more. What God has buried, He will not unearth. And Paul reminds us in Romans chapter 8, verse, verse 1, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Those who have trusted Christ as their Savior, you have been forgiven of all of your sins and God will not condemn you. And he goes to Paul right now. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. You may ask, is this important to know that we are saints? The answer is yes. Okay. 
It is only when we see ourselves as a saint will we, will we see it possible to live as a saint. It is only when you see yourself as holy will you see it possible to live a holy life. Pastor Mike shared some, uh, a story about Sir Roger Bannister who before 1954, wala athlete, okay, who had run a mile in less than four minutes. That's never happened. But once Sir Roger Bannister broke that barrier, the world realized it could be done and other athletes soon accomplished the same feat. In the same way, God wants you to realize you are a saint who can live a holy life. Remember this. God is not, he's not playing with us. When God says live a holy life just as I who have called you, I'm holy. That's achievable. And God has provided all the resources that we need to live up sa yanga standard. Okay, you need to live a holy life. Okay? Live a separate life, a different kind of life, counter-cultural life, and yet, dili to attainable, dili to achievable. When God demands from us to live a holy life, He also provided the resources so that you can live according to what He demanded. He's never asked us to do anything without giving us the power to do it. So you've been forgiven of your sins. Number two, or letter B, you have been freed from the slavery of sin. On December 18, 1865, the President of the United States, Abraham Lincoln, signed the 13th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, which is known as the Emancipation Proclamation. If you're interested about the history of slavery, you would know these things. It, sorry, in signing this document, slavery in the United States was forever abolished. Immediately, millions were set free from the cruelty of slavery. In the same way, the very moment you trusted Jesus Christ as your Savior, you were freed from the power and the slavery of sin. Listen to this. but I want to repeat this in you. Romans chapter 6, verse 6. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him. That the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. The very moment of our salvation, sin lost its power and its control in your life and you were set free from the slavery of sin. So what does it mean that sin lost its power and that we have been set free? It means this. It means that all those sin may knock at the door of your life. You do not need to open that door and let it come in. When temptation comes, you are not obliged to say yes. And temptations will come. They will come. Because the devil wants you to stop worshipping God. The devil doesn't want you to live for the Lord. The devil will tempt you so he can drive you away and he can drive you astray. Away from God. Okay? Out of the path that God has set before you. Nga magkinabuhi ka, nga makasalanon. Nga magpabilin ka diya sa imong pagpakasala. Nga dili ka mga lagad sa kinu. Nga di ka magkinabuhi nga 
na, sa kinabuhi nga nakapasidungog sa ginoo. Siyempre mo gano'y ganaan ni satanas, mo gano'y ganaan sa mga demonyo. Okay? But you have been free. Tintalon kanila, you do not have to say yes. Right now, because you are a saint with a new uh, position in Christ, right now, because you are saint, forgiven na ka, set free na ka, kung naagan ni temptation, di nakakinahanglan nga mag-ambak or magpadala sa, sa temptation. You can say no to sin and yes to God. Parera good na good. Okay, katong garant pa ka sa palitan noon. Parera ko noon, isudyante ko nag, nag, nag boarding house. Okay? And then of course, ang kada boarding house na ilang kagaling mga rules. So kung palitan, may imagine kasi mga linggo, nag, nag, nag boarding house ka, nag abang ka ka kwarto and ang Ang balao di iskada, pizza utso, mubay, di ka sa imungren, katag 5,000 pesos. Kanya, usahay na mga landlords nga, wala pa gani ang pizza utso, maningil na dayon. Okay? Kanya, na po iuban nga, kuan kayo, kanang strikta kayo, ang uban kay mag-abuse po. Okay? Kikabalo sila nga, ah, maglisod bitag kag pangitag lang boarding house. So, dagan kayo silang ipangkuan sa imuha, i-pressure ka. Wala pa ganitong inyong ikasabutan, nga pizza inyong bayad, i-pressure ka pirmi. Okay? Kung mudako ang bill, ikaw mo'y pasanginlan. Mudako ang bill is too big, ikaw siguro nang laba siguro ka. Kaya dagan ka ayaw, or basig bulingon si mong ginikanan, yung mong giniladiri. Okay? Mudako ang bill sa suga, hilingon na yan. Basig nakakay electric iron da, nakakay on sa yung mga sekreto di ang ipang pansak sa kwan, bla bla bla. So na-pressure ka. And so ni Anna ka nga, mangitan lang kung lang boarding house. Eh. Kapuyo po niya kong landlord. So nakakita ka glaing boarding house. Andito si mong bagong boarding house, buutan kay mong landlord. Kay pinaangayan kay ka, naiusahay nga, dugay makapadalag alawan si mama, gisabot ka, analipay jigag maya, and then one day, nitungha ang imong karaang landlord. Ignyana siya ni mong, uy, kumusta naman ka day? Kumusta naman ka day? Okay? And pagkadungog ni mo siyang tingog, pura kag, Na-remindan ka sa iyahang pagkasikto, na-remindan ka sa iyahang pagkaabusado, na-remindan ka sa iyahang pagkasuplada, pagkasuplado. Okay? But at that point, you realize, you're no longer my landlord and you no longer have authority over me. Pwede pa ba siyang maningil ni mo? Hindi na. Okay? Pwede pa ba kanyang ino ng curfew ni mo ha? Alas otso imidya. Pwede pa? Dili na. O mga ligo, alas 5 ra gyud abot agala size. Paglapo ana, wanay pwedeng maligo. Pwede pa ba siya mingon nimo? Dili na. Ngano man, dili na siya imong landlord. Dili na siya imong amo. That's your relationship with sin. Sa una, obligado ka, murag wa kay mo, murag wa kay choice. But now you have been set free. You have a new lord, you have a new boss, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. Sin lost its power, its control. Over you. You are free in Christ. Number two, you are not only a saint, but you are a son with a new power. Galatians chapter 4, verse 7. Therefore, you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. The very moment you trusted Jesus as your Savior, the Heavenly Father accepted you as a son, making you a member of His own family. 
Paul went on to say this, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 19. You are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. And as a member of God's family, you have received all the rights and privileges of a family member. You have been adopted in the family of God. And as a son, there are a few things. Number one, as a son, you are indwelt with the Spirit of God. Si Paul sa Galatians chapter 4, verse 6, previous atong uh, verse nga itong ibasa ganina, siya, and because you are sons, God has sent forth the Spirit of His own Son into your hearts. So katong takna ng imong gidawat si Kristo ng imong manaluwas, kay immediately gipuyan ka sa balang Espiritu. And through this indwelling Spirit, naatay available na supernatural power to live supernaturally for Christ. That's the source of our power, our strength, our ability to live supernaturally in and for Christ. And the primary reason why the Holy Spirit lives within you, it's not because wa lang kapuyan. The primary reason is so that you might be enabled by Him to live a holy life based on who you are in Christ. And though, although you have been forgiven of the penalty of sin and freed from the power and the slavery of sin, your sinful lifestyle still needs to be forsaken. Manakong yung ganina, na-train na manggunta nga magpakasala. Naanad na ka ba nga magpakasala? So although lahit na ka positionally, by way of practice, you may be still tempted to fall back to your old ways. Muna yung residue sa imong old man. Although the old you is dead, the old you has been crucified with Christ, your body has been so trained to live in such a way, to crave for things that are sinful. So ang imong lifestyle, nice struggle. Because your flesh, okay, the, your old sinful way of doing things, this body is addicted, okay, and has been trained to live in a sinful way. Although the one living inside is a new one, this body is resisting. That's why there is a war between the flesh and the indwelling Holy Spirit. described before Paul in Galatians chapter 5. There is a war. Okay? And ang mudaog is kung kinsa ang imuhang padagun. Kung kinsa to imong dapigan. So kinanglan mo i-forsake imong sinful lifestyle. And that happens when you trust in the Holy Spirit to enable you. That's why si Paul sa Colossians chapter 3 verse 5. Mortify, meaning to say, put to death your members which are on the earth, fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desires, and covetousness, which is idolatry. The good thing is, God has given us the power through the indwelling spirit to do that. That's the good news. I've mentioned this before. This is a quote from Pastor Mike that has helped me a lot of times. God never asked us to do something without giving us the power to do it. God never asked us to do anything without providing the resources so we can live according to what He demands from us. To know the supernatural, of the Holy, supernatural power of the Holy Spirit, all we need to do is ask. Luke 11.13 If you are going to be empowered by the 
by the Holy Spirit, all you need to do is by faith ask Him. If you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit's power to them that ask? Ang, ang Holy Spirit, the word, is not talking to the person of the Holy Spirit. It's talking about the power that He can provide. One day, na usa ka papa, and then through he, the glass window sa ilang kitchen, nagbantay nag siya sa iyahang little boy. Ang iyahang anak dito sa gawas is attempting to lift up okay, a huge stone pagawa sa iyahang sandbox. And di manggud siya kadaog. Kaya gamay po man siyang bata. Dako kayo nga ba ito. Iyahang ganan yung alsahon. Okay? And the boy was very frustrated because he could not lift up the heavy object. And finally, he gave up and then he sat down very dejected on the edge of the sandbox with his head in his hands. Gana siya dito. Okay? And the father went outside and asked him, What is wrong, my son? Can't you lift that rock out? Uh, no, sir. I can't. It's too heavy for me. I cannot do it. And then the father asked a very uh, important question. Have you used all of the strength that is available to you? And the boy said, yes. I've tried everything I can. I've used every power, every ounce of strength available to me. And then the father looked at him in the eye and says, no, you haven't. And the boy was like, what? I mean, dad, I, I really tried to lift up this heavy rock. I can't. I've tried to use all the strength that I have. There's no, you haven't used all the power available to you. And yan ang little boy, how can you say that? And dad looked at him in the eye and says, because you haven't asked me. I am available for you. Are you frustrated with your Christian life? Have you come to the point where you, where you said, I've used everything that I can to live a holy life, to live a godly life. I just can't. question is, have you asked the Spirit of God? Because His power is available. In fact, not only are you indwelt by the Spirit of God, you are invited to the throne of God. At the very moment you ask Christ to save you, not only... Where you immediately indwelt with the Holy Spirit, but you were at that same time invited to His throne. Paul says, and because you're sons, God has sent forth the Spirit of the Son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father, Daddy. Because you are a son, you have the right to cry out to God. Muna'y pinakadako na itong as Christians, as God's children. We have unlimited access to the throne of God, whether it be day or night, anytime and anywhere, God hears our every prayer. Wala mong office hours ng ginoo. Okay? Wala office ang atong ginoo. Ngaming nito nga, God is out. Or office hours, 8 to 5. No. Anytime, anywhere, you cry out to God, He hears your every prayer. As His children, He doesn't turn a deaf ear to us. He's always available for us as we call on Him. And I saw a story during the American Civil War. One soldier who had lost his father and older brother in the war tried to see the President of the United States, Abraham Lincoln. 
And he wanted to ask the president for an exception from military service so he could go home and help support his mother and sister who were, who were now all alone. But when he approached the president's office, he was told, the president is very busy, he has no time to see you, go back to the war and fight like a good soldier. Disheartened, he left and he sat on a park and then I benched it though near the White House. And then a small boy approached the soldier and asked why he looked so sad. The soldier poured out his heart to this little boy. And then the boy took the soldier by the hand and said, come with me. He led the soldier into the White House, past the guards, past the generals and the high-ranking government officials. Then they entered the office of the president where he was discussing battle plans with the Secretary of State. The soldier was mystified. And how, how can this boy just walk through and go into the president's office? And when President Lincoln looked up and then he saw the boy, he says, what can I do for you, Todd? And Todd replied, Daddy, this soldier needs to talk to you. Of course, the boy was the president's son. The soldier pleaded his case and was exempted from military service. In the same way, because you are a son, listen to this, you have immediate access to, all, to our all-powerful, all-loving, all-gracious Heavenly Father. And to each of His children, God has made this promise. 1 John 5. 14 to 15. Struggling with your prayer life? Listen to this. Now this is the confidence that we have in Him that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. And if we know that He hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we ask of Him. In other words, unsa imo pangayon nga sumala or nahiuyon sa kabubutan sa kino, yagin ng ihatag. Ang timing may vary. It may not be your timing. Okay, but He will give it if it is according to His will. You are a saint. Number two, you are a son. Number three, you are a servant of God with a new purpose. You are a servant of God. You are no longer a slave of sin. You are a servant of God. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10, right after those the two great verses of Scripture, Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, wherein familiar kay satua, okay, for by grace you have been saved through faith and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, so that no one can boast. And then you read verse 10, for we are God's masterpieces, His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God had before ordained that we should walk in them. That's God's purpose for us. You were saved to serve. When you trusted Jesus, your Savior, you became a new person, a new person. You receive a new position, a new power that you might fulfill a new purpose. And what is that purpose? You are to serve the Lord. Letter A. When God saved you, gibutang ka niya sa iyahang gingarian. Nahimo kang miembro sa iyahang lawas. And then in Ephesians 2.19, you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God. And as a member of the body of Christ, we are to be serving the Lord. Walay useless sa lawas ni Cristo. 
Walay kapin sa lawas ni Kristo. God did not save us, forgiving us from the penalty of sin and freeing us from the slavery of sin and then indwelt you with the Holy Spirit and invite you to your to His throne para lang yun kang maglingkod o maminaw o niya. Wala lang kay buhaton, di ka mga lagad sa ginoo. God wants to use you. Namang ko yung mga gitawag o 3S Christians. Christians who sit and soak and become sour. Ano may kang sour? Tanawa na ng mga dagway sa dagang Christian, di ba? Murag, sige, kaog aslum ng manga. Sige, rangga kulima. Kamusta naman ka, Brad? Okay? May uban kay master kayo, mo, mo fake og smile, no? Pero pag talikod, mapasisiplati, di ba? Nature mo more grand lady, nga kapayas, lagi, tagas kayo, nga pula pirmi. Ano yung anam ang mga kristuhanon? Nga kita na noon, nga luwas tagikan sala, di natama itong impirno, kay anak na ka sa ginoo, na kay kinabuhing dayon, you should be the most joyful person on the face of the earth. And you have God on your side. And you have His presence and His blessing. You are a member of the household of God. God saves you so you could begin serving Him And when we serve the Lord by ministering and edifying and building up each other in the body, He is glorified. That's why sa Hebrews chapter 10 verse 24, gi-admonish ta, Let us consider one another to provoke unto love and good work. Nindot ni sa NLT yan eh. Ang NLT ningon, let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. Let's think of ways how we can encourage one another, how we can motivate one another to, you know, to love and good works, to acts of kindness, to acts of goodness towards one another. Morning importante mo is a church. By the way, we don't encourage you to come to church so we can keep a good attendance. No, that's not our purpose. If you understand why God, okay, started a church or established a church. It's for our own good. We cannot grow all by ourselves. We cannot grow spiritually. We cannot gain spiritual strength. We need one another. Every believer has been gifted by the Spirit of God. You have a spiritual gift if you know a believer. And you should use that gift in the power of the Holy Spirit so you can minister to the other members of the body of Christ. The body of Christ will only grow as we faithfully and lovingly build up each other. Di ka makagrow kung ikaw lang usa. Because that's not how God designed the Christian life. That's not how God designed the church. That's why importante nga involve ka o small group Bible study or small group Nga, kanang prayer team or prayer group. That's why important thing mo serve ka with a team in a ministry team. Important thing mo ani kag church and you gather and you meet with other Christians because when you go to the world out there, it's cruel out there. It's hard. And we need one another support to pray for one another, to motivate each other, to encourage each other, to love one another. We need that. Munang kinanglantanga connected sa Osaka local church. We need that because that's how God designed us. Do you know why we come to church? I hope the answer is yes after that little talk. 
I come to church to worship God, to praise Him, and I come to church to, to serve using my gifts so I can encourage my brother, I can encourage my, my sister, and I too will be encouraged by them. Remember, we are a body. The left hand needs the right hand. The eyes, we need those who are the feet of the church. That's how the body works. Okay? We need one another. God wants everything about our lives, what we say, how we act, to encourage and build up our fellow Christians in Christ. It is God's desire that we challenge one another to live a life of love and good deeds. We are to inspire hope and encourage one another to press on and to reach their God-given potential. That's why mo text us, kumusta ka, brother? Kumusta ka, sister? O manayingon nga, nakialam ta. But we just want to know so we can pray for one another. We can, you know, seek for opportunities to show and express our love for each other. One day, a great inventor, si Thomas Edison, was at a dinner where the young Henry Ford was present. And Ford was deeply discouraged. His newly built combustion engine was criticized and ridiculed because most mechanical experts of his day believed that the horseless carriage would be empowered by electricity and not gasoline. During the dinner, Henry Ford was explaining his engine to some men seated next to him. And Thomas Edison, who was sitting a few chairs away, overheard and moved closer. And finally, Edison asked Ford to make a sketch of the engine for him. After studying the drawing, Edison suddenly banged his feet, I mean his fist on the table and he said, Young man, that is the thing. And you have it. Words of encouragement. Henry Ford later said, The thump of that feast upon that table was worth worlds to me. That's why we have petrol-run engines today. Thomas Edison, no? He was the one who invented, right? This inventor encouraged another inventor. As Christians, we should encourage one another. in church. Downcast kayo. brother? Christian life. workplace. Dasiga po rin taon. O sige, Brad, kabalo ko ngalisod sa imong trabaho. Di man ko maka-relate to completely, maka-relate ko gamay. Pero Brad, pwede ba kung mo-pray para nimo? Okay? Kung manginalan ka kasiran, manginalan ka kapahungawan, tawagi lang ko ha. Okay? Or pwede tang magkita. Or maybe we can meet up for prayer. Ano? Encourage one another. Encourage one another. So you are to be serving the Lord using your gifts. And then lastly, you are to be seeking the lost. Remember, Matthew 5.14, you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. You are the light. Sorry, the light of the world. God saved you, not so you would hide your light, but that you were, your light and your testimony and what Christ has done for you would shine for the world. We have been saved to be a witness for Jesus Christ. Ingon pa si Jesus sa John chapter 20 verse 21. As the Father has sent me, even so I am sending you. 
In other words, in the same way that the Father sent me, I send you. So as the Father sent me to reach the world, I'm sending you to reach the world. Our purpose is to fulfill the mission of Christ, and that mission is to seek and to save the lost. Here's a story. Ngay, tiguwang alalaki, naglakaw siya sa, sa yung kabuntagon, dito siya sa bye naglakaw siya, and then he noticed a young man na nag, namunit sa mga starfish, okay? Nga naa sa bye-bye, one by one, yung giitsag balik dito sa tubig. Mga starfish, kailan mong starfish, di ba? And the old man asked him, ano yung mong buhat? And then the young man explained, yun siya nga, maho, ma, ma, na, nahadlok mo ko nga, huwag dili ni sila mabalik sa tubig, mga matay gidni silang tanan pag labi na ma-expose sila sa kainit niya wana ni, ni layo na kayo sila sa tubig mga matay ni sila ano ni anang tiguang pero maglantok as bye bye pero tiwala taas pila man ka kilometro niya pila man kalibo ka mga starfish nga naadin as bye bye yun okay it doesn't really matter what difference do you make okay or will you be able to make what's the impact ni mo nga pila ra kabok imong malabay balik niya pila ni kalibo ning naadin ni sa baybayon karon Niana ang ang young man as he picked up another starfish well it made a difference to this one you know kung nakasabot mo sa sa minsay you know mingka nga daggan man kayo mga dili paluwas millions of them around the world what difference do we make if as a little church here in Dumaguete we will be aggressive in sharing the gospel and inviting people to into our relationship with Christ what what impact will we have around the world well it may be insignificant but but it is important to those individual lives those are eternal souls i hope no challenge ka that as a son of god a child of god as a saint live a holy life let your light shine and let god use you to serve Him in the church, to encourage other believers, to motivate other believers, to inspire other believers, and then together, let us pray and let us proclaim the good news. Let us help the lost and the dying world around us. The fact of the matter is, every single person matters to God. And the reason God made you a new person and gave you a new power so you can fulfill a new purpose, and that is to be a witness for Jesus Christ. It is only when we understand who we are will we begin to live as we should. So who are you? As I've said, you are a saint, you are a son, you are a servant of God. In conclusion, ako rani ibalik ng statement. It is when we see ourselves as a saint with new position, a son with a new power, and a servant with a new purpose, will we begin to live up to our God-given potential in Christ. I hope you're encouraged today. Sa sa mga pinaka sikat nga question, you know, among the celebrities in Hollywood and around the world, a lot of them are living miserable lives, even though they have money, they have the wealth, I mean, they have the possessions. Tanan, naan nila, yuta, nindut nga balay, popularity, everything. 
but they're living miserable lives and a lot of them are asking this question very interestingly. Kablo mo sa ilang question? Who am I? And what is my purpose in life? At the end of the day, those are very, very important questions. And I hope nga nakay answer ana sa mugulingon. When asked, who are you? I hope nga maka with confidence and with conviction. I am a Christian. I'm a child of God. I am a saint. And I am a servant of the Most High God. That's who you are. And I hope nga kabuluka sa purpose. That is to glorify God by making disciples in the spirit of love.